So in coming up with the derivative rules, we need to start with a linear function. The derivative of a linear function, y equals mx plus b, could be written as dy dx equals d dx of mx plus b. What I'm really saying is if y equals mx plus b, then dy dx equals d dx of mx plus b. So I'm just using this d dx on each side to represent, take the derivative with respect to x. So dy dx, the derivative with respect to x of the linear function y equals mx plus b is just, well, what would the derivative be? If it's a linear function, then what would be its derivative? A linear function, if b is, say, here, and let's say the slope is some positive slope, this is our linear function y equals mx plus b, correct? So what would be the derivative? The derivative, remember, is another name for the slope of the tangent line. And a linear function has all of its tangent lines being the very same line, right? We looked at this last section. A tangent line of a linear function is just the linear function itself. So that means the slope of the tangent line is the same as the slope of the function. And what's the slope of the function? m. So the derivative of mx plus b is the slope, which is m. So where did the b go? Well, the thing is about a derivative is that it's a slope, right? And the b is the y-intercept. The y-intercept does not determine the slope of the line. Here are three different lines that all have different y-intercepts, but the same slope. And if we want to talk about their derivatives, their derivatives are the slopes of the tangent lines, and all of those are the same slope m. So actually, we could take this one step further and say, if you have parallel lines, their derivatives are all the same. Their derivatives are all the same slope that they all share, m. So the derivative of any linear function does not depend on b, does not depend on the y-intercept. It only depends on the slope. And that's why the derivative of mx plus b is just m. The derivative is the slope of the tangent line, and that's just m. So we have a general rule for the derivative of any linear function. For example, if we have the function y equals 10x minus 3 dy dx, the derivative with respect to x, I don't need to go through that f of x plus h minus f of x all over h, and then the limit as h goes to 0. All I have to say is, oh, this is a linear function. 10x to the first minus 3. The slope of this linear function is 10. Since the slope is 10, the slope of the tangent line is also 10, and the slope of the tangent line is another name for the derivative, so the derivative is also 10. So then if we look at another example, if we have the function f of x equals negative one-third x minus, I don't know, you want a million? The derivative, f prime of x, remember that's another notation we use for the derivative. The derivative is just the slope of this line because it's a first-degree equation. So it's a linear function, and all we need for the derivative is the slope. So we find that 
right here, the coefficient of x is negative one-third. That's the derivative as well. Notice this one million, this negative one million, did not affect our derivative at all because we say it's a constant because the slope is not affected by the y-intercept. A y-intercept of negative a million would be a line way down here, right? With a slope, negative a third would be a line that maybe went like that, negative one-third slope. You can put that line with the slope of negative one-third anywhere on the y-axis. Its slope is still always going to be negative a third, so its derivative is still always going to be negative a third. So when we look at this term, this constant term, with respect to the derivative, this constant term does not affect your answer, does it? Your constant term does not affect the derivative. And therefore, that might lead us to a general rule about the derivative of a constant. Okay? So let's talk about the derivative of a constant. I think the the most straightforward way to talk about it is to consider a constant function. Let's look at an example. Suppose we have the example y equals 4. Do you remember what that looks like in a graph? y equals 4? Notice there's no x in it. So that says, can't x be whatever it wants? Remember that from matrices? x can be whatever it wants to be, but y needs to be equal to 4. So we have a line like this. X can be 1, X can be 2, X can be negative 5, X could be a million, X could be 0, but Y has to be 4. So even looking at points on the line, the points would look like negative 2, 4, 0, 4, 2, 4, 10, 4, and so on. So we have the line Y equals 4, X is whatever it wants to be. What is the derivative of y equals 4? What is the derivative of this curve? More importantly, what's the slope of the tangent line at x? Here we have another linear function, don't we? But it's a special linear function. It's a horizontal line. But it still has all of its tangents on the same line. So the tangent line at any point x is just the line itself, y equals 4. So then the slope of the tangent line is the same as the slope of the line. And what's the slope of a horizontal line? If you said 0, that's right. The slope of a horizontal line is 0. And so therefore, the derivative of y equals 4 is 0 for any x because it doesn't matter what x is, y is stuck at 4. So the derivative with respect to x of 4, y equals 4, notice the y always goes in the parentheses, y equals 4, y equals back here mx plus b, y equals 10x minus 3, the derivative is of the 10x minus 3. So the y is actually represented by the thing in parentheses, y equals 4. The derivative of 4, the derivative of any constant, is 0. So we can actually say if you have the function y equals any constant, c, 
It's derivative. Is zero. So if we have a constant function, its slope is zero, and so the derivative of a constant is zero. So now we have two rules. We have the derivative of a constant is always zero, and we have the derivative of the linear function, y equals mx plus b, is always whatever your slope is, m. The derivative of 10x minus 3 is 10. The derivative of negative one-third x minus a million is negative one-third. The derivative of 5x plus 2, what would that be? The derivative of 5x plus 2 would be 5. And I would write that. Here's the y. y equals 5x plus 2. The derivative with respect to x is 5. So now that we have these two, we can take one more step and think about what's the derivative of x squared, and x cubed, and x to the fourth, and x to the hundred, and x to the n. And we're going to do that next.